game is over, the New York Jets are the world champions. You play to win the game. He's got it! That's a Jet touchdown! Can't wait! You're listening to the official New York Jets podcast, a Jets 360 production. What's up, everybody? Ethan Greenberg and Eric Allen here in the official Jets podcast studios. So this is what happened. We had an interview, or we sat down, should I say, with president of the New York Jets, Neil Glass. Who is a big podcast fan, by the way. Yes, he, he's probably listening to this right now. I'm not just saying our podcast. No, he, he loves all podcasts. Yeah, yeah we, we talk about podcasts a lot. A lot of times in the office. And... So with a three-game homestand coming up, Broncos on Sunday, the Colts the week after, and the Vikings the following week before the Jets finally get on the road in the month of October, is we figured we should repurpose this interview because we actually spoke to Neil leading up to the Cleveland Browns game. Yeah, and it, and it was the Browns game preview, so the lead on that is a little dated, but the information with Neil was really good because we touched on a number of subjects and since we're heading into this homestand we got to play this baby yeah, it, for the fans the information is is very timely and pertinent because we talk about mobile parking mobile ticketing initiatives at these next three home games and uniform as a whole uniform spoiler alert <laughs> ding a ling a ling a ling uh, we talk about uniforms yeah we, we talked about a whole lot of stuff but it's his uh, it's his, great insight. His entertainment preferences was like we were talking about before. His uh, he's a fan of podcasts and he knows what is up, whether it's books, movies, TV shows. Uh, really enjoy our, our, our time with Neil, even away from the podcast. But he yeah. came in the studios and he was happy to give us some time. So that was cool, right? And not not only did we talk about initiatives and whatnot, we also talked about. You know what? A, what is a day in the life yep. of the president of the New York Jets? And Seventh his season a here with bit. the Jets. Yeah. So we, we talked about a whole lot. So without further ado, this is our sit down with Neil Glatt. All right. This is a very special time on the official Jets podcast. You know, EA and I are always here. Now we have Neil Glatt, the president of the New York Jets, in the studio. Thank you for coming. No, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Well, you are a loyal listener. It is overdue for us to have you on the podcast. Neil, you've been president of the Jets for more than six years. Has time flown by? It does fly. Yeah? It does fly. But uh, it's great to be part of the Jets. It's great to deal with Jet fans. They are uh, terrific. They're loyal. Uh, and uh, every game is different. Every season's different. So uh, no days are dull. What is uh for people that don't know, is you started out in the league. So what what was intriguing to you about going from a league perspective to a team perspective? So I think at the league, you're dealing with a lot of league-level strategic issues that implicate all 32 clubs. Uh, when you come to uh, the Jets or come to an individual team, you're all in. It's one team. Uh, it's all about winning on the football field. I spend more of my time thinking about how do we enhance the fan experience and how do, how do we do great things off the field. Uh, and it's just being part of a, a, a small, nimble group. The league experience was terrific and fantastic, and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Those issues are big, broad issues, and you read about a lot of those in the paper, as well as what you read about at the Jets. But for me, it was uh, the opportunity to be part of the organization that uh, Woody Johnson already built and hopefully contribute in some way. Just for fans that don't know, you talked about that you're thinking about ways to 
enhance the fan experience well what, what is the day in the life of Neil Glatt in the office like every day really is different um, you, you, we're, we're in a, a, a business that uh, there's a lot of uh, intensity to the business fans are incredibly engaged so it could be after a game you could be dealing with things that went well on game day things that didn't go well how do we address it so by the next game if there was something that happened uh, at the stadium that you want to improve upon, uh, if there was something on the scoreboard, that a feature that worked well, let's do more of it. If there was something that we didn't think we got this, the fan reaction we wanted, well, let's, let, let's think about it. So after a game, there's always a lot of recaps and strategizing and planning. Uh, it could be something that is in the media. It could be something involving working with the players on a community relations issue. So you really don't know. It could be uh, a sponsor is looking to activate in a different way. Uh, so the great thing is, uh, you know, what keeps it incredibly exciting is the variety. Um, but it, it is a singular focus on, uh, on winning football games. So any way that we can, focusing on the business side, can help the football team. And then obviously the fan experience. Well, you, you keep us on point, and I always tell folks about this because when you have an opportunity to meet Neil and maybe express concern or also express hope or optimism or happiness with something that's going on, Neil always relays things on to people within the organization. So with that being said, if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, you know, I saw something at the stadium that didn't look right. You follow up immediately with, uh, within whatever department you have to reach. You have that personal interaction, and I think that's a great quality to have because it, you don't let it go either. Anytime you speak to a fan. You, you said I've been, this, I'm going into my seventh season. I've been at the Jets over six years. Uh, when I came in, it was impressive how much people cared. And so if, if you see people who work for the Jets on game day or at an event throughout the year and they hear something from a fan or a business partner that's not working well, they're not going to say it's not my job. Uh, and, that, and that starts with me. If, if there's something that we can do better, we're going to try and do better. We will follow up on it. We have uh, uh, you know, every three to six months we'll have a fan, what we call a fan advisory board. We'll invite uh, anywhere from 20 to 50 fans. Usually we'll do it here at the, at the Atlantic Health Jets Training Center. Uh, often they'll have a chance, there'll be an impromptu stop by by, by Coach Bowles or, or, or by uh, Mike McCagnan. So they get a little bit of, of fun football stuff. But we're really, it's serious business for us at that fan advisory board. We really want their feedback on what's working, what's not working. And you'll see, uh, including me, everyone's taking notes because um, uh, we certainly want to get their perspective on what's working and what's not working and, uh, and those conversations are critically important. And what they don't see after that meeting is there will be a number of follow-up meetings where we're just going through a to-do list and a checklist based on what that fan feedback was. Yeah, and was. speaking of that, you just came out of a meeting where you guys did basically your after-action report of what happened at the season opener. Yes. And we do that after every game, and, and candidly, we do it after every event. Yeah. So uh, when we finish training camp, what worked well at training camp, what worked well at green and white, and then what would you do differently next year? Um, because the season is fast and furious, the off-season is fast and furious, so if you don't really take that time when it's fresh in your mind on how do we improve, uh, sometimes that gets lost in translation come next year when you're ready to do it again. You have such a, before we jump topics here, you, I think you have a really unique perspective now after six seasons here and then 15 at the league. So you were talking about just kind of what goes on through your head on our game days at MetLife Stadium. Well, I want to know is when you're on the road, are you looking 
at what different stadiums and organizations do to potentially enhance the fan experience like you talked about before? Like how, how do you take in a game not at MetLife Stadium? It, 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 it's exactly what you said. We are looking at what they are doing. So what kind of music are they playing before and during the game? We will look at what their concession offerings are. We will look at their prices to see how, how we compare to their pricing. We have a new initiative that we call our Bump 50-50, where fans can buy essentially raffle tickets and, and win some jackpots. Well, Detroit's done a great job of that. So when we were out in Detroit, that was something we kept our eye on. So for us, uh, the great thing is everyone competes in the NFL pretty intensively uh, on the field, but off the field, it's a pretty collaborative organization. and so. Clubs all want to get better. We want to get better. So if they're working on something, uh, we're going to go out there and ask a lot of questions and look around. Uh, similarly, we rolled out when we rolled out our rewards program and our digital ticketing solutions four or five years ago. Every club that came in was asking us how it went. Uh, we we gave them tours, uh, and uh, you know we're happy to help other clubs in the league similar to the way they're helping us. All right, so much to get to because we got to talk about what's new on game day at MetLife Stadium. If you are a Jets fan, are you going to be attending a Jets game this season? We want to talk about the new uniforms. But first, we got to ask about Christopher Johnson. Woody Johnson, of course, serving as U.S. Ambassador to Great Britain and Northern Ireland. What has Christopher been like as a CEO and your interactions uh, been like with him? For people on the outside, they see Christopher and he's a likable sort. but you have an intimate knowledge. It's his passion. I think the fans have heard from him and seen his passion for football, but also his passion for the fan experience. So Christopher's out in the parking lots a lot, similar to our fan advisory board. He's talking to fans constantly. And similar to us taking notes, when fans raise issues, he will act upon it either directly or share that with others in the organization and, and get us going on it. It's been a fairly smooth transition. Uh, you know, he, he's a terrific person, you know, first and foremost. Yeah. Uh, but as somebody to work for, you can have a conversation with him. You can problem solve with him. And so, uh, you know, nothing but kudos and praise. He's on top of a number of things organizationally, but also he's also into the latest workouts and a sharp dresser, yeah, Christopher no, Johnson. You got, you got to give CJ a lot of credit he, he, there. He's got a lot of passions. Um, and in terms of a lot of things we're doing with the players, in terms of off the field issues, uh, he's developed a great rapport uh, with the players. And so we're working with them on a number of, of social initiatives and other community initiatives, and Chris's leadership in that area has been terrific. There was a great photo last week of Christopher down on one knee and Jamal Adams down on one knee, and those two just talking at practice. It's pretty cool. Uh, actually, before that, Christopher Johnson, as the team was stretching, he was on one of the bikes uh, <laughs> oh, on yeah. the sideline. Yeah, no, always getting yeah, no, he, yeah. he was getting a workout in while watching practice. Good, he's putting pressure on all of us. <laughs> yes, you know, he is. To, to make sure Starts we, up top. Know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so we, we've talked about game day a little bit here. Just to dive into it is, if you're going to a Jets game this year, what is new about the 2018 season from the experience standpoint? Some are subtle, um, but uh, more dramatic. So a couple of years ago, we put out what we call pilot vision. So we understand that fans are coming out, they want to see the action on the field, they want to see the highlights and the replays of the game that's going on. But we then have pilot vision, they also want stats. They also want to see the, the out-of-town scores. They also want to see the red zone from time to time. So how we program that, we're always trying to think, what is the fan today? How do they want to consume 
the game when they come out to the stadium. But it's different. You have 80,000 people out there. Some want to be on their smartphones a lot. Others don't. Some grew up, you know, sitting in an upper deck listening on a transistor radio. Others don't know what I'm talking about when I mention a transistor radio. (laughs) So you try and strike that balance. And uh, so a lot of it is is the scoreboard features. So those those are new and different. This year, we're also doing uh, some different things with music. Um, So uh, we announced uh, probably about a month ago, we have a partnership with Def Jam Recordings, and they're great partners. So that's, you mentioned the stadium, so the Run Out song uh, was done by some of their artists, and so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, We, in fact, had uh, Marcus May and Jamal Adams go into the studio with with, with Jada Kiss. Um, and they were working on some, some music opportunities together and what we call our hype videos. So when we get videos out on, on social media and Instagram and the like uh, on a Friday before a game, a lot of that's going to involve Def Jam recordings. And I'm in the studio of Jets 360 Productions. <laughs> so a lot of that's produced by, uh, by the excellent guys and, and women in this organization who produce that content, including the two of you. So that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. We also are uh, having a kids' day coming up on October 7th against the Broncos. And so we're going to have a lot of fun things for the kids, including WWE. And they bring some of their superstars out, and they're terrific entertainers, and they're a lot of fun. And we had The Miz at our, what we call our upfront, where we kind of introduced a lot of our, our new events and new activities. And the last one, uh, our game against the Vikings. We're doing some things with Marvel. Marvel, yes. And so that's obviously an amazing entertainment company, and, and we're thrilled to be working with them. So uh, the first uh, number of people coming in the building are going to get a bobblehead. Coincidentally, maybe not that coincidentally, we're playing uh, the Vikings, so it's kind of going to be Hulk versus Thor. Oh, okay. Um, so we're doing a little bit of that. So the, what we, we spent a lot of time thinking about, uh, we, we know what it, the action on the field is what people really care about, but anything we can do just to have a little bit more fun when you come out. We, we, we know people are investing a lot of their time. So we, we, we try and get creative, and some of that we do on our own, and some of that is doing with some of the great partners that I just mentioned. There are a ton of exciting um, game day themes for the Jets throughout the 2018 season. What is the genesis of the new uniforms? Everybody's asking, uh, the Neil. The genesis of the new uniform. <laughs> the, the geni- uh, uh, why? This is like the hottest button topic. It is. Right. It is. Well, and we have the man himself. Well, well, well it starts with uh, uh, Woody Johnson. Sure. And, and his vision for wanting to, to do something different with the uniform. And so, uh, you know, he, he put together a, a working group internally, but working closely with people at the league who have worked through a number of uniform changes over the past X years. And so this is years in the making? This is years in the making. Yeah. And uh, also working with Nike. And they do terrific work. And uh, it's a real iterative process. I mean, it's been, it really has been years in the making. And it's looking at everything, all kinds of different designs, all different kind of uh, logos and other things that might go on the uniform. And uh, uniform changes are subjective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, ownership loved it. Um, some of the, uh, the people on the, uh, you know, on the football side who have seen it love it. And, uh, but hopefully the fans will love it. And uh, so it'll uh, probably be officially launched in March. Um, and we're going to try and make a little bit of hoopla out of that. Um, uh, again, it's subjective, so just one man's opinion, but, but I think the fans will like it. I do think you're going to see the Jets go through 
basically all their uniform combinations here in 2018 because you've already seen the all white with the white face mask against the Detroit Lions. You're going all white against with the gray. Indianapolis. We know that. We got the... And I think it's the gray face mask also uh, for the uh, right. for the yep. Colts game. Yep, yep. And we had the green out like we mentioned against the Minnesota Vikings. The traditional green and white against the Miami Dolphins for the home opener. I know we'll see the green pants And probably. the green out's going to have the color rush yep. uniforms. That's right. So, uh, so, so the, pop, the neon green. The, the one that we originally was rolled out on Thursday nights yes. that pop, uh, I think it would be played against the Bills a couple of times. Mm -hmm. That. Um, uh, those decisions, you know, are really made by coach. Yep. Interestingly, because yep. coach, uh, you know, I think he's always trying to anticipate what's what's the best kind of. Coach has some style. He does have style. He's got a lot. He's so. got his little private yeah. label down there. He's yeah. got the hats that nobody <laughs> no, has. Sometimes I see coach on the side. That's a, <laughs> yeah. We got to get that. You know, yeah. we got we got to get that to fans. <laughs> he, we got to get that to other people in the building. He he has some great stuff. EA's watching the press conferences, and he always, you know he always comes up to me. He says. Yep, coach got a new label today. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah. People are asking me about we it. We respect huh? his style. Yeah, we yes. like it. And so he, he, I, I think I think he'll have I, you know, I think he'll have a lot of fun with the new uniform also. Uh, we gotta go off. Yeah, the field we, we, now. we gotta go off the field All now. Right. And we know you're big into movies, into TV shows. So for fans that don't know, one, what is your favorite all-time TV show and movie? And two, is what what are you what are you watching now? My all-time favorite TV show, it probably is Seinfeld. Okay. Um, do you still watch it in syndication? Because I do. I watch it every night at 11 o'clock. I do. Well, I, I do. I actually record them. <laughs> yeah, do and then you? I watch them in bulk, you know, yeah. at times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I, I might be watching not a Jet game, a sporting event. I'll pause it for a little bit and go watch an episode and, and then come back and catch up a, 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 on the game. What was your conversations like with Larry David when he came around? It, you know, <laughs> Just listen. He, you can just see the, the brilliance. Honestly, yeah. you can see the creativity. He is laid back, relaxed, um, and he's actually he's an enormous Jet fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I know. But uh, he's funny. I he mean, was very impressed with how clean the lunch area yes. was downstairs. And uh, <laughs> you could just see he'd be, you know, he's one of those guys. Pull up, pull up a seat, and you'll you'll enjoy yourself. Yeah. yeah. What about what about the movie? The movie. Uh, Gladiator. Gladiator. Yeah, it's, it's, pro it's probably yeah. that's one of those movies. Whenever it's on, uh, you know, I'll get sucked in for a half hour. What's been on a lot lately is Goodfellas. Yeah. So you can kind of see yeah. kind of my my demo at work here, but uh, kind of good action oriented uh, movies. Are you a big Russell Crowe fan? I like Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, he's great in Gladiator. Yeah, Gladiator. Uh, I actually saw both of those movies for the first time like two years ago. Uh, Behind the eight ball. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, little history. <laughs> yep. Little dramatization. Yeah. Good action. Oh, get you ready to run through a wall. Kind of every emotional state you can get. Okay, how about streaming series? Because sometimes Neil <laughs> will go on a plane and, and you'll catch up on something, and and, and, and you'll get into a series. Uh, what's got? Yeah, and some of the coach that some of the coaches will recommend some shows yeah, yeah. At, at times. Uh, this summer I did Sneaky Pete. Okay. The series I'm waiting to come back in October is Ray Donovan. I, yeah, I knew you were going to say Liv that. Schreiber, come on! I've only seen a couple of Ray he, Donovan. I, I have not watched. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've had Schreiber so, on the games. So it's Green's top show. Yeah, <laughs> Liev has yeah. been out. To, he, yeah, yeah uh, and he was I, a real I, gentleman. And he's the voice of Hot Knocks. Yes. So he, among many other things. Uh, yeah, but but he's he done a lot know, of the HBO yeah. sports stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he, and when you hear his voice, it's one of those great voices. Oh, yeah. it, it is. So what were you about to ask? Yeah, what's, what, what, what are you guys streaming? I'm always kind of what what, what well, could be what what can we stream in the off season when I, we kind of get through the we, busy season? I think I've told you about this before. Is uh, Peaky Blinders? Yeah. on Netflix. 
a big Peaky Blinders fan. That um, the new season. Your culture is like ninth turn of the century yeah. British. Yeah. yeah, you know none of this uh, uh, no, gritty no, no. Los he, Angeles he, for he's you. Like, he's like our Sam Darnold here. He's an old soul. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I hear great things about uh, that. I'm, I'm all in on Peaky Blinders. Um, I, I watched in college The Sopranos. Right. And I liked that a lot. Believe it or not, I have not done the entire Sopranos. <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot. And that surprises yeah, me. I, I've kind of probably seen a season and a half. and I'm, People have said to me, I wish I could replicate watching it again when you get the chance to oh, watch yeah. it. So well, I'm, it, I'm looking it, forward to I it. I wanted to ask him about the ending when he started mentioning but you, uh, we'll have to... I did see it. the last episode. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. what, what was your thought? Well, I, saw, I just saw the diner scene. And, yeah, you know, I, I, don't, I didn't know enough. I didn't have the same investment yet because I didn't uh, commit the number of years to the show yet. Neil, let's bring it full circle. Come back to the Jets here. You talked about it. It, it. It's all about what happens on the field, and we're trying to enhance that. Um, do you like what you're seeing as far as this team coming together, having some young pieces, drafting a quarterback who's performed well early on in his career, and Sam Darnold? And you know, you're set up salary cap wise. Uh, I believe Mike has said it. You got the most cap room, so you got the financial flexibility following this season. We think about some young pieces on defense, whether that be Jamal Adams or Leonard Williams or Darren Lee, and offensively, Quincy Anun went back. And yeah, do you like what you're seeing out of this team and the way uh, it's set up for the future? I'm always an optimist, yeah. um, but absolutely. Um, I, you know, you saw some of that potential on Monday night, and uh, you know, we, you certainly got a lot of turnovers and and and, and got s you know some breaks, but it, w it was outstanding. Yeah. Um, and you see, uh, when that team can play and the talent that they have, and to your point, um, the coaches are only making guys better, and. Uh, we have a little bit more cap room this year. If it's not spent this year, then it rolls over to next year. And then, then Mike and his team, sitting down with Coach Bowles, can prioritize how do they continue to upgrade the roster. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to an exciting season. And, and the fans that we've spoken to, uh, you know, sh similarly share that sentiment. This was awesome. We Thank appreciate you No, this was fun. In the studio. Thank, you, thank you, guys. Another thank you to Neil Glad for sitting down with us. Gladiator, favorite movie of all time. Okay. I, I have something to admit here. Uh, uh oh. Uh, because I think I kind of faked it. And I want to be an authentic and, gen <laughs> and genuine person. <laughs> this, is like a, this is like a confession to Neil because you know he's going to listen. I've never seen Gladiator from beginning oh my to God. end. <laughs> I've seen parts. But it. Is it like it, it was on TV and you've seen parts? And yes, of yeah. course. Well, no, that, I was in the movie theater and I left. Well, to get, I, I didn't know if it was I, on. Like, I left to get a Pepsi and a popcorn. And I, I just didn't come back. I didn't know if it was the, it was on HBO or something, and you you could only watch an hour before you had to go do something. But you're saying uh, that it was on TV. This is exactly what I was saying, though, is that you can't watch it when it's a TV movie because there are so many commercials and the movie is so long that you're going to sit there like an all-day affair and you're not going to be able to fully take in the impact of it. I feel extremely guilty about this because I have seen bits and pieces. I just haven't seen it wire to wire. And that is not right. It is, have, okay, so have you seen the end? Or is it a cliffhanger? Like, have you seen the beginning? No, I just seen parts, like fighting scenes and scenes when he's coming out and he's getting all fired up and stuff like that. Listen, I gotta see it, okay? By the time you listen to the <laughs> podcast, 
you will have EA will have watched Gladiator. Yeah, well, and I'll have a full review. I feel like I'm going to owe Neil a book report. I think that you <laughs> owe Jets Nation a book report or a movie report. Well, a movie report. Yeah, and a, a movie re review. But so I, I so Jets play Sunday when. Yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of. Big things happen at the stadium. Well, I, I was going to say you, you only have Friday and Saturday now, or a weekday, but you got to watch it on Friday or Saturday. Yeah, I'll probably watch it on Saturday when I'm not watching college football, but that's going to be hard to sneak that in. <laughs> yeah, maybe, you, but maybe you should do a Friday night. Because bit. you know I like to watch my college football on Saturday. So the big things to remember here are Denver is this weekend, and uh, – there's going to be some WWE superstars out at th this game. I know that for sure. Then the following week, the Jets are honoring the Super Bowl three team. Uh, dozens of members from that 68 championship team will be back at MetLife Stadium. Uh, and that will be cool because obviously the Jets are playing the Colts, the team they beat 16-7 to on January 12th, 1969. 17, well, probably an 18 or 18 and a half point underdog that day. A game that changed the football world. And then the following week, I'm excited about this matchup between Thor and the Vikings. I'm all about that. I, I'm a little conflicted because <laughs> Thor, to me, is Noah Syndergaard of the New York Mets. Oh. Because that, but that's, a lot of Jets fans are Mets fans. Yeah, I know. But, but that's why it's conflicting because if you're going Thor as the Minnesota Vikings and representing the Vikings... I would I'm that's so conflicting to me because so, so it's cause, cause that's an enemy on Sunday, but it's it's a okay. it's an ally. Okay, but for, for me, for there's other people games. in the world named Ethan, aren't there? Yeah, no doubt. So so it is the Hulkster versus Thor. Is that right? Yeah, Hulk? yeah, yeah. Hulk Green, big guy ripping her apart. Okay, I like that. So I got. <laughs> are they giving out bobbleheads? What is yeah, it? it's something. You should have listened. Uh, yeah, we should have listened to the interview again. <laughs> I want, I want whatever they're giving out because I'm excited. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah, that, that, that'd I be think a nice my nephews and nieces would like that. Oh yeah, okay. A lot, lot of cool things going on with the Jets. Time to get a victory and uh, and uh, start this homestand off right. All right, that's all we have here on the official Jets podcast. Stay tuned for next week. Like EA said, Jets Colts Super Bowl three. Big things coming on the official Jets podcast.